0: 5, 4, three, 2, 1. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening to another week. And before I start, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's continuing listening throughout these weeks. I know I've been saying, or since I started, that I wanted to do these every other week, so I wanted to have these bi-weekly. But for some reason, the new year has just got me to want to write, want to record, when I have time, so as of right now, I kind of want to be like Tupac in the sense where I'll record, I'll write as much as I can so I could have... You know, a library stacked up. So until now, I mean, I guess I'm ever releasing these every week. So for this episode, I've been really thinking about, and it's not really so much of a subject. It's just more of an observation of what I'm going through. And I'm not trying to compare what I've been through with everybody or anybody who say, you know, mine was worse than yours or anything like that. It's not, not about a competition. It's just, like I said before, just me getting things off my chest, clearing things up, and as I'm talking, writing things down, saying all these words, these feelings that are coming out, there's a lot of moving parts in my head. There's a lot of moving things and kind of gaining clarity in the sense of of life. So the title for this episode is, What Have I Learned From My Kids?, and it's a funny thing to say out loud as a, you know, a 31-year-old adult, husband, father or two. But my kids are teaching me more about life every single day. As I take a step back and look at everything, so I kind of look at things as two phases. I'm happy, happy and sad. And right now, to be honest, sad has a lot more, has a lot more ammunition than being happy. To be honest and 100% honesty... That's changing every single day. And I mean, that's good. Right? (laughs) I mean, my kids are the reason to fill that bag of happiness up. But it's not just with their love alone. It's my daily interaction with them. When you have something in your life, like having kids, the love changes your perspectives on things. It's gotten me really to start looking into my past, present, and future with different eyes. and different scenarios to work out I mean is that good personally I say yeah I mean it's not it's not changing my perception of what reality was is and what it could be it's not like this change is having me believe and kind of brainwash my head that I had this perfect you know nuclear family growing up with a mom dad maybe a brother or sister or two it's far from the reality No, but to be honest, what's happened's happened, and there's nothing I could do about it. There's nothing any of us could do about it, what's happened in our past. I'm just gaining perspective on how to look at certain traumatic situations or certain upbringings that has really weighed down on me with new eyes, with a different approach, with love, with openness, with happiness, being empathetic about it, and it's helping me cope. But really, there's not really no one way to deal with the past that I'm finding out right now. It's just one of the many ways that I'm exploring. No matter how we fight, no matter how we have these scenarios in our head that we want to, you know, quick, you want to turn around, we can't change the past. Well, I mean, not yet. It's not like time travel is invented. I know that was, that was nerdy, but bear with me. But to be honest, the past... It can be brutal. But the life my kids have given me has really been something else. It's something, honestly, if somebody would have told me this when I was younger, I wouldn't have believed them. But now for honesty, these two kids have given me life. And it's I've, I've always been alive, technically, yes. But there have been parts of me that have just been dead for, for years. There are certain parts of me that I've closed off. Since I was small. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I went with my wife about 13 years ago, that changed me. Changed me for good. Changed me in a lot of different ways. Uh, I love her with all my heart. There's nothing I wouldn't do for her in this world. I mean, that's that's my partner, that's my soulmate, that's my my wife, it's my everything, my world. But what I'm trying to get across is something different. This is something that literally broke into my deepest parts of my feelings. Of the past that I've had buried and was just going to let stay there and drift away in the bottomless pit that I thought it should be. I started to look at each heartache, each loneliness, each shed of tear that I ever spent and wonder, what did I do to deserve this? What did I do to deserve not having parents, not having siblings? I mean, is there anything you you can't blame on yourself at that point in your, your lowest, lowest point of, th- you know, Feeling, feeling like rock bottom. But if you look at that, it's a kind of a chance to begin to heal. Because you're confronting the problems. You're taking it head on. And it could go one of two ways. Either begin to heal. Or you could just dwell. You could just dig deeper in, into your pit. And just be more sad, more depressed. I've seen it with fan members. They meet this coping mechanism with different different tools, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, and it's really sad, and I don't wanna be that. I know it's easy to say right now because I'm happy, but what I've seen relatives and, you know, our past, our past end up creeping up on us, and it's really scary, so, I mean, don't wanna get to that point. I'm only four years into parenting, but spending every day of those four years with them, with my kids, I can tell there's there's an eternal change inside of me. A change how I see the world, how I make decisions. That kind of just sounds like you're being an adult slash parent, right? Yes and no. I mean, it's new, it's eye-opening for me. And everyone has their own path, their own new doors that they open up. And this is just mine. Well, four years ago is where I felt when I really came alive the first breath my son took it also gave me a new fresh breath of life and at the age of 27 i could finally begin to move forward with my life with my kids they've shown me the most primitive actions and breakdowns of human emotion something you read about but doesn't really compare until you experience it until you experience your own blood your own offspring deal with these emotions and everything that you've built for in life so far kicks in and you begin to become the teacher, become the parent, become the the mentor to your kids. I mean, it's through their innocence and pure joy that they have, Says I could see some point in my youth where I was happy at one point. It just clicks, something I look in their eye, I see this little twinkle that they have when they're happy, when they're excited, and I start building connections to my past life. And it, it honestly, it makes me feel good. I mean, but sometimes it's a little bit hard to explain, but when I look in my kids' eyes, honestly, I just see the most pure love, the most pure joy that this universe has to offer. When I look in their eyes, there's no hate, there's no racism, no ill will, It's just pure, pure innocence, pure happiness. And, I mean, sad to say, when you're going through life, that feeling gets lost. I mean, it's something we're all born with. We're not born hating other people. We're not born disliking a certain race or skin tone. We're born really empty. We're born with our love for our mothers, our love for our parents. And it's really weird. Even when kids get upset, within a split second, they could be flipped around and they could be happy again. Kids really don't hold grudge. Kids don't hold grudges. And it's sad to say I'm guilty of that. This is like my eighth or ninth year where I really don't talk to anyone on my mom's side. I mean, sure, I've had in contact with a couple of aunts and cousins through Facebook, a couple of hi, how are yous, including my godmother, but... Nothing really past that. No real human contact where, you know, you could feel, touch, hug, anything like that. So it's been like about eight, nine years. And I mean, it's kind of sad they haven't really, they haven't met my kids. They weren't there for my wedding. They really don't know who I am anymore. All they really know is what I I used to be. I mean, I'm not the same oddly large looking kid Who's scared to speak his voice in fear of getting hit or being told, you know, just a kid and my opinions don't matter. I'm someone who wakes up and goes to sleep happy. Who loves seeing his kids do everything from laugh, cry. I love seeing my wife smile. I enjoy seeing my cousins and my aunt. I mean, I'm not afraid to tell anybody what's on my mind. And I'm more reserved on my judgment. My friends that I have, I try to hold close. I just try to do the best I can. I'm just happy and finally enjoying life. And it's not like one of those things where you keep telling yourself certain things and you believe it. Like if you tell yourself you're happy, you know, thousands and thousands of times, even though you're not, you start to believe it. I thought about that, but it's a genuine, genuine happy. I've really looked into it. I've really been searching my feelings and that's what I am. <laughs> and it's sad to say, you know, at this point in my life, at 31, but I guess everyone's life starts at different points, right? If that makes any sense. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do this if I wasn't able to start to accept and understand and embrace my upbringing and really confront it head on. I mean, sometimes your worst enemy is yourself, your worst enemy is what you're thinking in your mind. And I know some say, I didn't have it bad. Or it could have been worse, or that wasn't as bad as theirs. And I mean, sure, you're right. But I'm not here to compare our scars. I'm not here to compare our struggles with anybody else's struggles. I'm not here to say mine was worse than yours. I mean, we're human, and we all go through things. And it's time for us to be honest and start learning and giving the helping hand. Even as something as simple as lending an ear to somebody to let them vent out, which... I'm kind of doing right now, and I appreciate it, and it's really helping me, but, you know, if you could do that to a friend or anything like that, it helps. And it's giving us the will and push to help us move forward out of the mud. I mean, my kids give me the courage to challenge myself and to have me be a better person for myself, a better person for them, a better husband for my wife. My kids are teaching me how to love more, how to be more kind, how to be more compassionate. And they, my kids saved me. They gave me a new lease in life that I will spend the rest of my life trying to do what's right by them with every breath that I got. Just to kind of repay them back for the gift that they've given me. And I'm only four years into being a parent, but I just feel that I've known them for such a long time. I've known them all my life. I just like to say again, like I'm just sitting here thinking about things. And if I told myself when I was a kid that eventually, if I were to have kids, they were going to one, they were going to be the ones to be teaching me new things, I would have probably laughed and not believed anything to say. It's happening, and I'm pretty sure it's happening to everybody. I just talked to one of my friends earlier today, and he's his kid's only a month, and he's learning so much stuff about himself. He's gaining perspective on what it is to be a father, and just like me too, he grew up without a dad. So as as happy as we are, it's painful. It's painful because we get to see all the stuff that we're doing with our kids, and it hurts just knowing that we didn't get that back in return. But I mean, guys, I guess that's what makes—I don't want to sound cocky—but I guess what it makes good people good, or or good parents good at being parents just because they they lacked all the stuff or they had such a shitty upbringing when it's time for them to be in the shoes that they hated so much they really got to outshow their previous generation I mean that's what I'm doing and by the looks of my friend too that's what he's doing too and we really can't get upset at people like us who have this kind of thought because it could have gone a completely different way, unfortunately, there's people in such traumatic events as they're a kid when they become parents themselves. Again, it goes along with this generational abuse, and they lash out at the kids. So I mean, thankfully, we're in this position where we're bettering ourselves for ourselves, for our kids, for our wives, and it's just a a road to being happy. I'm looking forward to the day where my kids are a bit older. And we could really have these deep conversations. And I know my wife's probably going to laugh and have pity for my kids in a sense that I won't bore them. But, you know, there's little things I look forward to. Whether it's having my kid learn how to read read a bike. Having my kid learn how to ride a bike. Having them read their first book. Having them be in the ocean for the first time. Just them having a lot of their first that I know my mom and my dad missed out on. But fortunately for me, fortunately for my kids, that's not going to be the case with them. And it's all the little things that I look forward to, and it gives me hope. It gives me hope that I won't fail them. It gives me hope that they're going to love me. And I I know it's stupid to say that, like they're going to love me. And it's one of my fears that I had, especially, I mean, I told my wife this. And I think I felt it more when I was going to have my daughter Mia. Like, I don't want to feel that my son Max didn't think that I loved them any less because we were having another baby. And I said this before, it's just far the opposite of that. Just our love grew more for Max and our love grew, you know, exponential for Mia. Maybe that's one of the deep fears that I have is my kids feeling like I don't love them when it's the complete damn opposite. And I know just like me, anybody else listening out there, whether they have parents or not, parents or not. Whether they have kids or not, you see where my mind is at, whether they have kids or not that if you're doing good by them, you're doing good by yourself, you shouldn't have to fear that, but then again, you know we're human, and we'll have these thoughts we'll have these fears, and we'll just let our mind get the best of us but each day by day that goes on, I'm learning more and more, especially for my kids, learning more about myself, learning more how to handle things, I get to see them growing up, I get to see their happiness in their eyes and you know, it's my turn to be happy now. But you can't really be happy unless you allow yourself to. And I told my friend that, he loved that. And it's just the truth. It took me twenty-seven years to figure that out. But you know what? I'm glad it I'm glad I did. And it's never too late. So if I died tomorrow, I could have a semi peaceful mind knowing that I was happy, I've had these kids that I love whether it was just for four years, I mean, they meant the world to me and I hope I could leave them with such wisdom in the short amount of time and, you know, just hope for the best. But I'm going to be here for them to the last dying breath that I have and I'm going to try to do right by them and I hope whoever else is listening to this and I'm pretty sure because, let's face it, the friends and people we surround ourselves with, we chose them for a reason, right? Our friends that we have, we chose our friends, our family that, we have around this we chose to have our family around this and you just always want nothing for the best for your circle so anybody listening to this i consider you part of my circle and i just want nothing but the best for you your family to be the best parent if you are a parent or if you're looking to be a parent just start off by being the best you as best as you can so thanks again for listening to another 20 minutes of my boring voice (laughs) and until next week